This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Hey, family, the book is called Emergency Bag Essentials. It's a swatch book, everything you need to bug out. This is your go-to for you guys. Um, And now we're in the middle of a pandemic, so it's kind of late because there's nothing left on the shelves. But when this blows over, and it will, this too will pass eventually, and hopefully everyone listening to my voice will survive it. On the other side of it, I need us to start preparing again. So this interview I did with Jason Charles, January 2016, if you were rocking with me back then, you're ready for this. This pandemic, this coronavirus, this COVID-19, while it's not pleasant, while you're not happy that you're going through it, you are not worried about it. You're not running to Costco to get toilet paper because you've been preparing for the last four years, right? Because something was bound to happen, as I said in the last podcast. This is cyclical. This is history. And my conversation with Jason Charles is almost prophetic. So the second part of it, I isolated what to put in your bag. So we start to go through certain items that you need to have to be prepared. And again, everything is in the emergency bag essentials, everything you need to bug out. You can go get that on Amazon. Uh, Now's not the time probably because things are going to be costly, number one, and also there's probably going to be no supplies. You want to go when no one's checking for it. You want to get your go bags ready. And as a matter of fact, I have my go bags ready. I keep one in my car and I have one in my home. If I have to leave at any point in time, I have everything I need from socks to underwear to pads to change of anything. I have, I have a solar, solar charger. I have everything that I need. Even my backpack is solar. Um, but I I say all of this to say, this is beyond just about prepping for the inevitability of a pandemic or, uh, unfortunately, you know, some, some other force of nature, you know, uh, whether it's a hurricane or or man-made situation. This is not really about that. This is about how you live your life. Many of us live day to day. We live paycheck to paycheck. We live in the moment because tomorrow's not promised, so I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And if you've been listening to this podcast or my radio show on Sirius XM, you know that I'm really a proponent of being prepared because at the end of the day, while you're living for the now, life is happening. And you will be unprepared. I remember when the government shut down recently and people could not get past two paychecks being missed. I can't imagine not going to work right now with this shutdown because you don't know whether you're going to be shut down for two weeks, a month, or three months, or six months. And there's so many jobs that are going to be going away. There's so many people that are, are day workers. There are so many people that are contractors. Broadway shut down. And the folks that work at the arenas, in the, in the big spaces, if not for NBA players and, and uh, gen, uh, what do you call those, governors of NBA teams actually literally coming out of their pocket to cover paychecks, um, those folks would be in a serious world of hurt right now. But there are other industries where people aren't coming out of the pocket to, to cover folks, like Whole Foods. Shame on you, by the way. Shame on you. Richest man in the world owns Whole Foods. You can't cover your folk. But the point I'm making is I never want anyone listening to my voice to be at anybody's mercy like that. Yes, I think better angels are going to come forward and we're going to take care of one another. But I need you to take care of yourself. And I need you to not just take care of yourself, but your future self and your legacy and your, your, your kids, kids, kids. And this is what, you know, when I talk about wealth building, this is not about you. 
This is about the future you and the future, future, future you, your, your progeny. This is not about you preparing for now. This is about making sure everybody in your household and beyond is taken care of. This is about not being selfish. This is about being your brother's keeper, your brother's and sister's keeper, which is what we are. I don't care what anybody says. Um, and people who preach that, I don't want any parts of you. <laughs> if you're someone that is like, well, fend for yourself, I don't care. I don't want any parts of you because we are stronger together and we only get to thriving banding together and moving as a unit, moving like ants. Check out that podcast, for instance. All right, up next is part two. I've broken this interview. It was like a 40-minute interview into three parts. Uh, this one, we go into the details of what you need to have in your bag. Uh, Ron, Alley Cat joins us in this conversation as well, and I hope you enjoy it, and I thank you for listening. And this podcast is brought to you by Bomba Socks. And you know this is a trying time for a lot of people, but you're always going to need to have something on your feet, all right, especially if you are in your home working out. You don't want sweaty feet to be your undoing, and you don't want to mess up your sneakers. How about that? But the other great thing about Bombas is it was a company designed to look out for other people, and this is what we're preaching now. Yes, every pair of socks, lightweight poly cotton blend, which means no matter how hard you work out, your feet will stay cool and dry and comfortable, of course. Bombas also has support in places you didn't even know you needed, like your arches, all right? They also have no toe seam, which can be really problematic. They even have Y-stitched y heels to keep the sock in place. They have all the technology in the sock to make it comfortable, and they have very nice styles, but it was designed to look out for other people. So every pair of Bomba socks you buy, they will donate to someone in need. Why? Because socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters, and Bombas was created to service that need. So buy 10 pair. If you have it, go to B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Karen today and you get 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off at bombas.com slash Karen. All right, up next, part two of my interview with Jason Charles. Let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter, at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast. If you have questions or comments, that's how I search. So use the hashtag podcast. All right. And uh, up next, Jason Charles. I hope you enjoy. Hey family, the book is called Emergency Bag Essentials. It's a swatch book, everything you need to bug out. This is your go-to for you guys. Um, and now we're in the middle of a pandemic, so it's kind of late because uh, there's nothing left on the shelves. But when this blows over, and it will, this too will pass eventually, and hopefully everyone listening to my voice will survive it. On the other side of it, I need us to start preparing again. So this interview I did with Jason Charles, January 2016, if you were rocking with me, Back then, you're ready for this. This pandemic, this coronavirus, this COVID-19, while it's not pleasant, while you're not happy that you're going through it, you are not worried about it. You're not running to Costco to get toilet paper because you've been preparing for the last four years, right? Because something was bound to happen. As I said in the last podcast, this is cyclical. This is history. And my conversation with Jason Charles is almost prophetic. So the second part of it, I isolated what to put in your bag. So we start to go through certain items that you need to have to be prepared. And again, everything is in the emergency bag essentials. Everything you need to bug out, you can go get that on Amazon. Uh, now's not the time, probably, because things are going to be costly, number one, and also there's probably going to be no supplies. You want to go when no one's checking for it. You want to get your go bags ready. And as a matter of fact, I have 
my go bags ready. I keep one in my car and I have one in my home. If I have to leave at any point in time, I have everything I need from socks to underwear to pads to change of anything. I have, I have a solar, solar charger. I have everything that I need. Even my backpack is solar. Um, but I, I say all of this to say, this is beyond just about prepping for the inevitability of a pandemic or, uh, unfortunately, you know, some, some other force of nature, you know, uh, whether it's a hurricane or, or man-made situation. This is not really about that. This is about how you live your life. Many of us live day to day. We live paycheck to paycheck. We live in the moment because tomorrow's not promised, so I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And if you've been listening to this podcast or my radio show on Sirius XM, you know that I'm really a proponent of being prepared because at the end of the day, while you're living for the now, life is happening and you will be unprepared. I remember when the government shut down recently and people could not get past two paychecks being missed. I can't imagine not going to work right now with this shutdown because you don't know whether you're going to be shut down for two weeks, a month, or three months, or six months. And there's so many jobs that are going to be going away. There's so many people that are are day workers. There are so many people that are contractors. Broadway shut down. And the folks that work at the arenas, in the, in the big spaces, if not for NBA players and, and uh, gen, uh, what do you call those, governors of NBA teams actually literally coming out of their pocket to cover paychecks, um, those folks would be in a serious world of hurt right now. But there are other industries where people aren't coming out of the pocket to, to cover folks, like Whole Foods. Shame on you, by the way. Shame on you. Richest man in the world owns Whole Foods. You can't cover your folk. But the point I'm making is I never want anyone listening to my voice to be at anybody's mercy like that. Yes, I think better angels are going to come forward and we're going to take care of one another. But I need you to take care of yourself and I need you to not just take care of yourself, but your future self and your legacy and your, your, your kids, kids, kids. And this is what, you know, when I talk about wealth building, this is not about you. This is about the future you and the future, future, future you, your, your progeny. This is not about you preparing for now. This is about making sure everybody in your household and beyond is taken care of. This is about not being selfish. This is about being your brother's keeper, your brother's and sister's keeper, which is what we are. I don't care what anybody says. Um, and people who preach that, I don't want any parts of you. <laughs> if you're someone that is like, well, fend for yourself, I don't care. I don't want any parts of you because we are stronger together and we only get to thriving banding together and moving as a unit, moving like ants. Check out that podcast, for instance. All right, up next is part two, a brokenness interview. It was like a 40-minute interview into three parts. Uh, this one, we go into the details of what you need to have in your bag. Uh, Ron Alley Cat joins us in this conversation as well, and I hope you enjoy it, and I thank you for listening. And this podcast is brought to you by Bomba Socks. And you know this is a trying time for a lot of people, but you're always going to need to have something on your feet. All right. Especially if you are in your home working out, you don't want sweaty feet to be your undoing and you don't want to mess up your sneakers. How about that? But the other great thing about Bombas is it was a company designed to look out for other people. And this is what we're preaching now. Yes. Every pair of socks, lightweight poly cotton blend, which means no matter how hard you work out, your feet will stay cool and dry and comfortable. Of course, Bombas also has support in places you didn't even know you needed, like your arches. All right. They also have no toe seam, which can be really problematic. They 
even have Y-stitched heels to keep the sock in place. They have all the technology in the sock to make it comfortable, and they have very nice styles, but it was designed to look out for other people. So every pair of Bomba socks you buy, they will donate to someone in need. Why? Because socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters, and Bombas was created to service that need. So buy 10 pair if you have it. Go to B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Karen today and you get 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off at Bombas dot com slash Karen. All right. Up next, part two of my interview with Jason Charles. Let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast. If you have questions or comments, that's how I search. So use the hashtag podcast. All right. And uh, up next, Jason Charles. I hope you enjoy. So, so let me ask you, Jason, as a black man, right? So we watch folks in Oregon, you know, taking over the government buildings and stuff. And there's a lot of these conspiracy theorists out there who live in these preppy um, environments underground. They have like these real, I mean, for real. I mean, if you guys watch Doomsday Prep, uh, anything on television, they're like communities of people. How did, you, how did they receive you? Because I don't see a whole lot of brothers out there doing this stuff. Or maybe there is a, a underground enclave of, of brothers doing prepping. I don't know. You know what? I mean, there's 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 a couple of us, you know. Um, but I don't. When it comes to prepping, I don't think I. Uh, I segregate it that way, you know. I mean, it's it's it's. So you, you don't know, find that there's any segregation as it relates to you? Like nobody's looking at you. Like why are you and, and Dick Sporting Good buying this hunting knife? No. Okay. No. Um. Because it's the way you carry yourself. You're, and you're, and you're, you're everything you're, in life is the way you carry yourself, and if you carry yourself a certain way. People are gonna judge you, right? Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that I I, I can go down to uh somewhere like you know backwards in Mississippi and just be like <laughs> welcome with open arms. Right, no, right. but for everywhere else I go, it's it's the same. Like, oh, how can I help? You know. Okay. So, um, as far as being you know a black guy that preps, I normally don't look at it that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just asking because I, I I want to know. I think other people want to know too. So let's go to Blanche in Dallas. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. You're on with Jason Charles. All right. Hi, Karen. Um, hey. Hi, Jason. Um, I just called. You wanted to know some of the other people that are out there kind of prepping. Um, I just I really kind of dabble in it, but I, I want to get a little more serious about it. Um, I started growing my own vegetables, my own food, uh, about two years ago. So I've got, gotten pretty good on the garden now. I have to get into canning. Um, my, due to my HOA, I can't have chickens or any type of animals, so I'm going to have to learn how to deal with just the vegetables. Um, I plan to just shelter in place, but one thing that I don't have is I, 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 want, I don't have a way to protect myself right now. I don't have any weapons. Mm. So I keep like five cases of water in the house at every, you know, any given time. I just keep replenishing the water because I see on some of the survival shows, if you don't have water, you know, you're just dead in water. <laughs> no problem. Well, no. intended. I, I, no, that's my main concern. Um, um, you I, may want to look out on, on YouTube. I found some other black preppers. Um, so they're, we're, they're out there and I guess we're out there. So let me ask, how long, how long, Blanche, have you been doing this and why? Why'd you start? Well, well, I guess given the nature of Texas, we have tornadoes. And so, you know, the tornadoes are, are liable to wipe out, you know, your lights and everything. So you have to have your candles and, you know, if you can't, if your food, uh, is destroyed because your refrigerator has been out for a couple of days, you know, you have to have a way to, to sustain yourself. Um, so it's partly because of the nature of where Dallas is, and we're kind of like close to Tornado Alley. And um, I guess some of the shows that I look at um, just makes me want to be prepared at least, you know, even if it's just for a couple of weeks. 
I want to be, I don't want to be just totally helpless. Mm, mm. And I, you know, it's interesting, you know, for, for many of us in Blanche, thank you for sharing so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, I, I always had this kind of, uh, it was a fear for a while that, you know, at some point we'd be rounded up, you know, like, you know, cause I, I just think, you know, I don't trust the government, right? You know, I just imagine Nazi Germany, you li- you're part of Germany, you know, you live in Germany and then one day they decide you're going to wear a star and then, then we're going to move you into the ghettos and then we're going to move you into concentration camps and we're going to kill you. It's like, at some point, how's that happen? You know, and that happened in like a very short period of time. Like it only took a couple of years for that whole plan to be enacted. And I wonder about that here, you know, with the current climate and what to do, you know, if if all I'm not worried about Islamic terrorists as much as I am about jokers like the dude in in Charleston who went into a church and then decided to kill everybody. You know, that's more my like, okay, let me check that. So so where where are you on this, Jason? Oh, again, the government, um, (laughs) not to not to be trusted. Um. Am I, I'm worried about it all. You know, there's, there's not, sorry, I'm not worried about it all, but I look at it all. Um, Islamic terrorists, I think, are more of a problem than the guy in Charleston, right? The kid in Charleston, he was an EDP, emotionally disturbed person, right? So he was a nut job. Yeah, and was he? Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, yeah, really? He wasn't all there. Listen, you know uh-huh. how many, you know how many hardcore racists are out there and, and, yeah, never yeah. gathered the balls to do it, and this kid did. Yeah, and you can okay. see it in his face. Okay, I, I work with those people. Not I'm just work. saying. I mean, there's a book called "Without Sanctuary" with a lot, a whole lot of hanging black, strange fruit hanging from trees, and throughout I'm, the South for like a 40, 50 year period where people did have the courage to do it. I don't know if you call that courage or or, or cowardice. I think it's cowardice when you run around with a hood on and in uh, in groups yihad with your Confederate flag hanging people. But you know, I, I I hear what you're saying. I just disagree. So we can we can do that. Well, the thing is, anybody who's done that, who who can look at somebody else's demise and laugh and smile about it, you have to be a nut. Okay. You can't be, you know, look, for example, look at Africa, right? Look at the tribal problems they're having there. You got to be insane to do some of the things they're doing to each other out there. That's, and we, that's and not, we can come back here. You know, you open fire on a school full of kids or you right. uh, go to a Planned Parenthood and, and open fire. We can We can right. do, we can have that conversation all day long. What I'm asking you is, you know, as far as prepping, prepping for the inevitable or prepping for what could happen. Right. You know, what what are the things that you need? What's the first thing that you need to be uh, considering as if you decide that I think the world is coming to an end one way or the other, whether it's the climate, you know, whether the earth is going to shake us the hell off because that could happen. Right. We're looking at strange weather all throughout the world. Right. Especially here in this country. Right. You don't know. I mean, the sun could get too hot. Maybe it can get it can get blighted out. One of those volcanoes can blow, right? And then the sun is gone, and then we just have a whole host of other problems. It'll be a nuclear winter in another kind of way. Or it could be some terrorist. Here's a simple thing. and I tell people all the time, when you're going to prep, try not to prep for the inevitable, uh, you know, end-all disaster. Start with the basics. Fires in your house. There are more fires in homes and any of the disasters on the planet, right? Then you have floodings. Right. right? Then you have burglaries and so on and so forth. So you, you have to start with... Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You know I'm trying to lose some pounds. And the way I stay on track is every week at the same time, I weigh in. And the WW Scales by Conair Bluetooth is one of the best scales on the market. Formerly Weight Watchers, of course. It measures not just your weight, but also your body fat percentage. This is really important. Hydration levels, muscle and bone mass... 
it tracks your weight loss in such a holistic manner. And if you're using Weight Watchers, or excuse me, WW, it allows you to easily set goals, track your progress, and earn badges because it's connected to the app. If you're a WW member, the scale will automatically sync your weight data with the WW app, no manual data entry required. If smart devices aren't your thing, you can still use the scale to get your body analysis measurements through the extra large digital display. And since it's a nine-user memory, everybody in your family and some neighbors and relatives can also use it. It's a scale for the whole family. You can go to Amazon.com, search WW Scale, and get your scale today. This is the top-of-the-line WW Scale from Conair. Check it out. Go to Amazon. You know that's my spot, too. WW Scale by Conair. Realistic things. The things that can actually happen. happen not, yes. not the book I read, Life As We Knew It. Which oh, like, the moon. Yeah, oh, you read that too? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I see what you, Jason be reading stuff that I'm reading. This is crazy. And that just gives you a peek into my psyche. The book is Essential Bag, uh, Emergency Bag of Essentials. I'm going to go over the everyday carry items. He's big on these acronyms. EDCs, everything that you should have in your bag right now. I, I was telling uh, Jason, you like Jeb Bush up in here, man. You're bringing the energy down, yo. <laughs> oh, but he's big. I'm way over here. Now Ron's here. Hey, Ron. Ron's in the middle just in case because Jason is like a house. I don't think huge. that Ron in the middle is going to help no, you no, should I don't he think so. decide Look to go ham sandwich like, on you. He's like a python for arms, man. I don't know. Have you noticed that? I, I noticed no, that I did. Right when he walked away. in, I said, yo, so, so I. that guy's big. Mm -hmm. He ain't got to prep for nothing. He just be like, water. Where's Jerry? Where's, <laughs> Give me some food. Where's Jerry Clooney? I, I don't think know. Got, uh, I think two. I got something for him. Right. Jerry. Jerry Clooney. <laughs> Want to put your hands on somebody. I got somebody for you. All right. Uh, we're talking prepping, and and I, you know, I, I actually invited you on because I, I really wanted to get into this doomsday thing. But you brought up a good point in the break, Jason, and I appreciate that. That tragedy strikes, you know, Katrina. You know, you can have Hurricane Katrina. You can have Sandy. You can, you know, you can have a fire. You can have a flood. Things happen. Tornadoes happen in this country all the time. But how many of us are prepared? We run to the like the snowstorm. Oh, it's going to dump two, three feet of snow, and everybody's in the supermarket. Like at the last minute, I wasn't there. I went and got some chips and some bull crap because I'm already prepared. I got my jerky and everything. If it went long and water, I'm good. But I just got extra, you know, fun stuff like popcorn just in case so I could watch Cam Newton. Dad. Uh, uh, on the electricity that doesn't exist. No, I got a phone, <laughs> cell phone, and it was charged up. And I have a solar backpack. Don't mess with me. Y'all don't even know. I'm rete. Rete. So, so in this book, and it's called the Swatch Book, I was told during the break, Emergency Bag Essentials. And we're going to try to figure out how to put this into an app, Ron, because this is, you know, but it's cool, though. It's looking it's like, good. Yeah, it is. It's cool because you, you actually slide cards out. He even has an entertainment section, ways in which to entertain yourself if for, for whatever reason you end Checkers. up in Checkers. Yep. Uh, but there's an everyday carry uh, item uh, card, and it says that you should have uh, everyday EDCs, Refer to a small collection of lightweight emergency items that are carried with you on a daily basis. Things you should always have in your bag or your backpack or your whatever, your pocketbook. Number one, pocket knife. Why, why do I need a pocket knife? And I actually have a Swiss Army one, by the way, that they confiscated last time I went to the airport. And they, and they mailed it back to me. It was nice of them. Well, a pocket knife comes in handy for um, many different things, right? Uh, cutting, uh, processing firewood if you happen to be caught outdoors, um, even defense. But to get away around the whole pocket knife thing, you would carry a multi-tool. Like the Swiss a, Army knife that I have. 
I wouldn't go Swiss Army. But, okay, what would you do? Uh, a Leatherman, something. With, Leatherman. Okay, with let more, me write that down. More stuff on it. Well, because my Swiss Army knife has like a lot of stuff, including scissors. It has more like balls behind it. You know, like oh. Swiss Army knife is. It's kind of for ladies. Yeah. So okay. um. So I have the right one. What's it called? Leather who? Leatherman. There's Leatherman. different kinds of Leatherman. They're different kind of Gerber tools. Uh, sorry, multi-tools. So you have to look at the best one for okay. you. So get a multi-purpose knife. You have a thumb drive on here. You said load with all of your important documents and any maps that would you would need to get home in an emergency. But what am I going to use on a thumb drive if I don't have any electricity? <laughs> oh, boy, are you laughing? A, a thumb. <laughs> Wait till we get to the CDC and hopefully they'll let us in. With a computer? Anybody got a computer? Hello? Hello, I'm here. I got a thumb drive. I got everything. What's, let, why are you let, laughing? Let him right, answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jesus. Go ahead, please. You're not low energy. You're just being quiet. Yeah. Thank you. So, the uh, thumb drive is good to put all your important information on it. Uh, a scan of your, your deed, your passport, your license. You put it all on there as an identification to when you get somewhere that has electricity. They plug it in. They see who you are. And hopefully to let you in. Plus, it's also uh, right. It's also good to have the deed to your house or your car or anything else. Oh, so Rod's looking at his bag to see what do you, what do you have so far? You got the got uh, you got a punk light. ass knife. That knife is like the wackest no, knife. No, no, this... What is that? That's a thumb drive. Thumb drive. Oh, okay. All right. James is taking a picture. Okay. Number three, uh, a big lighter or a Zippo. I definitely I like the Zippo. I'm a big Zippo person. Zippos are great. Um, learn how to start a fire, and other fashions. I have a fire starting kit with the, the what do you call that? The aluminum or whatever. The, the no. that's not good. No, you're looking for a ferro rod. A what? Ferro rod. Ferro rod. Or magnesium shaver. Magnesium shaver. That's what I meant. Right. I said, what did I say? Something else. But I know what it is. All right. Can uh, you take that on a plane, or will the TSA say uh-uh? a ferro rod? Um, um, I don't know. Okay. I've I've never tried. Well, if you can get on a plane, your ass needs to go to an island somewhere and wait it out to whatever is well, happening. Remember, this is this is the daily stuff that you have in your bag, and you just have to remember when you sometimes right. travel that some of your daily stuff you can't take with you, like, like my Swiss Army, like knife. the knife, right? Uh, and I think probably like the uh, you know something that could ultimately create a fire if they know what they're looking at. Correct. So uh, TSA is not the brightest people in the world. Uh-oh. So. They they'll look at it and go, oh, what's this? And you could tell them, oh, it's a black chalk, you know. Right. Like, oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm a teacher and I'm going to be yeah, on a chalkboard yes. across you know, on a white on a white right, chalkboard. Chalk chalk <laughs> 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 ah, they go, okay, that makes sense to me. All right, waterproof matches. I think that's good. Uh, that's really self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. If okay. you, in case you dump your matches in the water, it's waterproof. Okay. Uh, mini compass. Now, this is tricky because you'd have to know how to use a compass to begin with. Yes. Usually, uh, <laughs> most people don't. Right, right? Exactly. So if anything you buy is for uh, survival or prepping, you should learn how to use it. You shouldn't buy it, leave it in its pack, and say, I'm going to read it later. Yes. And <laughs> I'll wait read the till, instructions. Wait till the, the disaster happens, and then you try to figure it out. All right, just but, really but, quickly. But, but wait, 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 wait. But just remember your phone. that your phone has... A compass on it if you've got power or if you've I was got gonna a solar say, backpack. So if that's you, another thing. There if you, you go, don't right? have power, though, Ron, you might have to do the old-fashioned thing. And what's the key to to the compass? Holding it to your chest? Just holding it out in front of you. Okay. Right. I, yeah, I don't know where that chest thing came from. Right. But holding it straight out in front of you, and that lets you know which direction 
you want to walk in. I mean, you want to walk north, then you're going to, okay. you know. But the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. So you, right. th- that, that'll help where, you know, determine where yes. you are immediately. If you don't have a compass, right. Okay. All right. Um, multifunction safety whistle. I don't have one of these. Um, Why do I need this? Don't worry about him. Come on. Is she bringing in a machete? Yeah, I don't know. What the hell is going what on here? This this is uh, this turned is into something. Do what, you have a machete is in that Is that bag? your backpack? Uh, oh, you brought Will Cow's backpack uh, down? Oh, my God. He's got a shovel? No, he's got oh. a uh, axe. Is that a pickaxe? What is that? Oh, that's good stuff. It's a multi-tool. Uh, oh, I like that. That looks like it'll kill somebody. This is nice, actually. Is it? What is person. that? I don't know. And he's got water? This That's Will I mean, Cow's backpack for real? It's a hammer. Like, that's what he carries every day? It's just in the office. It's just in the office. Okay. All right. Look. It's his to-go bag. All right. Most yes. people have a quarter pounder with French fries and a <laughs> Yo, chocolate shake What is that? This well, is that's his... a knife that will okay. get him in trouble if in New get... York City. Yes. Uh. See, this is... No, 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 no. You, you have to understand that in certain municipalities... You know, if a blade is too long, it is instant, no questions, no answers accepted, arrest. And I forget what it is in New York, three and a half inches or something like that? Smaller? Three, it's three and a half inches, but I'm... I'm but Will Cow's white, so he can get away with that. No, no, I'm telling you, you can't <laughs> get away <laughs> he with walks that. around with that. He's I'm being told that it, it, it's also, uh, they don't allow sharp knives anymore. Right. I, I want so your knife, knife has to lady, be dull? Yeah, the lady was like trying to sell knives and she made them dull and they were still giving her tickets. She wasn't allowed to sh- sell them. But, uh, like, certain people can walk around with them. Like, you know, um, uh-huh. law enforcement, firemen, okay. EMS, okay. right? right. Okay. Uh, this is all right. He can get away with this. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, all I right. wouldn't. He, I mean, I let me get back to the whistle. Oh, why do I need this? Hello? Hello? Sorry. Hey. I'm hey. sorry. Come on. Jay. We have a live radio show. <laughs> Jeb Bush. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> why do you need a whistle? Why do you- <laughs> 